0: Hey guys, so this week on Super Nerd Pals, I review Robin Wars issue one. Stan goes over PSX news and, and Game Awards. And Game Awards. And Chris covers Into the Badlands and find out our thoughts as we dissect Batman v Superman trailer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, guys, welcome to episode forty three of Super Nerd Pals. I'm your host today, Andy. And here with me is Stan. What's up? And Chris. Hey, yo. So, yeah. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. I don't... I, 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 like, fucking drew a blank. Okay. <laughs> you don't have
2: anything? I don't have anything. Nothing?
0: Um, I guess we'll just...
2: You can start with, how is your week?
0: <laughs> Break the ice, man. Is that even a thing anymore?
2: Why? Are you not, do you not have weeks? <laughs> I guess... How is... <laughs> How was, you haven't been here in a while. How are you?
0: I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> work, work murders
1: me. Uh, how many hours you work a week now? Like 80, 90?
0: No, about 50. Uh, All of them. All of the hours. All of the That's hours. like one
2: Final Fantasy game a week.
0: Dude, I fucking wish I can put that much time in a Final Fantasy game a week. <laughs> Do you know how many Final Fantasy games I'd have done? all of them at least 3 well i don't know about that you <laughs> probably you could th- probably
2: finish the final fantasy 13 trilogy
0: it's probably but why would i want to play that garbage yeah
2: i know right <laughs> fuck that game
0: <laughs> dude uh, i was going to play final fantasy 13 and then i looked up gameplay tra- well gameplay footage and
2: wait have you never played final I've fantasy i've never played XIII? 13 i
0: haven't played
1: 13 either i don't know i just I really? just heard. I, I just heard word of mouth. I heard
0: bad things, and then I did research to see if, like, if it was just people, or if it actually was garbage. And then I saw it was actually garbage. So
2: I played a few hours of it, and it was very linear. <laughs> garbage, but mostly garbage. Like, if you should not hate ninety percent of the cast
0: in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the ten that you should like?
2: Um, what's his name? Sa. Sh- Shaza, Shushuza? Shiza. Oh, hold on. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember his name. That's the...
1: Uh... <laughs> so, wait. So you-, you hated Lightning? Was she a bad... Um, Sarah? Pers- Is it the No, that's Sarah. <laughs> Fuck
2: Sarah. Snow? No, Saz. Sazza. Sa- 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 oh, that guy. The guy with the tiny chocobo. Saz. Hayes, <laughs> how do you pronounce his name? <laughs> Hayes, uh,
1: Zaz. Zaz. Zaz, 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 Neil before Victor Zaz. Zaz.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he's got a little chocobo, you know. He got a
1: fucking
0: afro. Yeah, he's he's chilling. He's a cool guy. Right? That's it. So That's you need to know. He kind of—it's weird because that. Uh, that jacket he's wearing reminds me of that Kanye picture
1: going around lately.
0: Of the
2: he's RPG character, yeah, like the level
0: one RPG oh, character.
1: Oh, he, he wears like a green green tunic and clo- cloak or something like that.
0: Who
2: else is a a member of the Final Fantasy Thirteen cast that I I absolutely hate? Let me see. Alright, you got you Everyone
0: got... everyone is, <clears throat> seems to have like a love for snow. You
2: got you got B-Boy Jackson with the with the bandana and the coat.
0: I believe that's snow.
2: And the scarf. No, his name is B-Boy Jackson, okay. <laughs> you got You got Final Fantasy XII's Piniello over here.
1: Oh, I hated um, 12 so much. Wait, what? No, what?
2: Oh <laughs> you no. hated the second best Final Fantasy game ever? Okay. Then you have uh, what's his name? Baby Vaughn from Final Fantasy Twelve.
0: I was gonna say like Baby Titus.
2: Baby Titus, um, then then you got Britney Spears. Um, <laughs> 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 what's her first song? Um, <laughs> it wasn't Mbop. That's Hanson. That's Hanson. <laughs> what was Britney Spears? What Britney Spears' first single? Hit
0: me, baby, one more. Time. Hit me, baby,
2: one more time. Era Britney Spears. You have um <laughs> <laughs> and female zach you have tat, tattoo lady with a belt and then you have um what, what's her name clouds cloud sister um storm so so storms
0: has uh,
2: baby van um Panello from final fantasy 12 b-boy jackson uh, hit me baby one more time britney spears and and um and this woman here <laughs> That's that's What's your tattoo. That's your Final Fantasy 13 cast,
0: <laughs> and that's why that game is garbage. Yes. Yeah. Away with that trash.
2: Okay. So, want to get this show uh,
0: on the yeah. road?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tangents everywhere. So, yeah.
0: uh, <laughs> I guess we'll move into comics. Um, comics. There's not really much news. Robin Wars going on. And what did you pick up this week? It's fucking Robin War. Which number? Oh, yeah. Robin War 1 of 2.
2: No. <laughs> okay, wait. No, I on. picked
0: up I picked up uh Robin War. I picked up Grayson Walking Dead uh We are Robin.
2: Which number Walking Dead? 1
0: 148 147? Grayson. 147. Grayson issue 13. Anything else? Robin War issue 7. I mean, we are Robin issue 7. And Robin War 1
1: of 2.
2: Chris, what did you pick up this week? Last week. I picked up
1: Daredevil number 1. All new X-Men number 1. Extraordinary X-Men number 3. Invader Zim number 5. And I feel really stupid because I didn't know that apparently Old Man Logan's already finished. Uh, So like issue 5 came out. And also the well, it, it did came out a couple of weeks ago, and this week the old man Logan Secret Wars trade was already out. I was like, what the hell? So I picked up the last issue of Old Man Logan so I could f- finally find out what happened to Logan before he goes into
0: Wait, so the Old Man Logan trade also came yeah, out? Yeah, the trade came
1: out this Wednesday. Damn, that was fucking fast. Yeah, It'd really fast. fast. I like I, I, lately. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, like it was the fastest turnaround I've ever. So I don't know. I must have missed like issue five of Old Man Logan for at least a couple of weeks. I don't know. Like, I was, I was, I thought I was on top of that. And then apparently I missed it. So.
0: You were wrong, Chris. What did you pick up, then?
2: I picked up Star Wars 13 and Avengers number two.
0: That was it? Yeah. Spent six
2: bucks in total with, with my. Um, you
0: spent a dollar more than just my fucking Robin War issue one. And I
2: spent about the same amount. As Dark Knight 3, if you count the fucking bags and boards from Midtown Comics. Because they charge you for those. That's how they get you. They get you with the bags and boards.
0: Dude, do you know how much money I would have spent on bags and boards? Fucking a lot.
2: That's why I only go there if I need to get a comic. Mm -hmm. Like, if if it's not out my usual spot.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, I I almost never go to Midtown.
2: I do because it's close to Kiersey's
0: i it, not close, but you know. It's, it's like, way too far out of my way.
2: Well, there's like 17 Okay, Anyway, <laughs> take us into your book.
0: So, Robin War. Man, this fucking book already. It just starts off great. <laughs> it starts off with like a Robin pointing a gun at the reader saying, I am Robin. <laughs> so, I'm just confused as fuck what's going on. Turns out he's like stopping a liquor store robber and a cop comes in. And this is the first time we've had an altercation where like a Robin's actually using weapons. So the cop is pointing the gun at Robin or like this other Robin um, and telling him to put down the weapon. Um, The guy goes to attack. He like sees a free moment, the, the thief. He goes to attack the the cop. Robin shoots and kills the cop by accident, uh, meaning to like shoot the robber, and it starts up pretty much the whole Robin War because this is where um, they pass a law saying that anybody. This is a fucking ridiculous law, but anybody wearing Robin Robin logo, the red. Anything red and green, any red and green and yellow attire, any vigilante pretty much will get arrested. So then it jumps to like Duke and Duke's on the phone with one of his other, like one of the other Robins. And Duke gets arrested for having red shoes. That's the exact reason they arrest him.
1: That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, and and he's like... Government overreach, maybe? I don't know.
0: The cop just comes up to him and is like, your shoes, explain them. And he's like, well, they're red and they have laces and soles and rubber and, like, he's just being a real asshole. And then the cop's like, all right, put him up, you're under arrest and, like, fucking arrests him. And then Duke's, like, driving off and, like, an asshole, Duke is... He's like, well, if I was a Robin, like I would activate this trap door underneath the fucking cop car under like the passenger seat of the cop car that only a Robin would know about. But I would only do that if I happen to be over this bridge. And the cop is like, well, we're over that bridge. And he was like, well, thanks for telling me. And he fucking escapes. Let me, let me ask you but, something. Is the Robin War Robins fighting Robins? No. So what happens is that... Um, so the Robins all meet up after Duke gets arrested. Duke like sets up a meeting of all Robins. And, of course, Damian Wayne is going to crash that shit. And Damian pops up like, You guys aren't Robin. I'm fucking Robin. And then these Robins start to attack him and... Damien fucks up like four of them and he's like, I could do this shit all day. And Batman actually comes in. Um
1: wait, which uh the uh, Jim, Jim Gordon, Gordon Batman, Batman. Jim and he
0: tries to arrest Damien. And I think this is hilarious because uh, this is the first this is the first interaction of Damien and Jim Gordon as Batman. And the response is amazing. Damien's like, Who are you? And then uh he's like, I'm Batman. And Damien's like looking around the fucking room. And he's like, you got to be kidding me, right? <laughs> and then in like 10 seconds, he fucks Batman up. And then immediately gains the respect of all the Robins. And they're like, well, geez, he's got like, super strength, doesn't he? Who, Damien? Yeah. No, no. No, he
1: doesn't have superpowers anymore. What, what happened? what I miss? I miss? Something in his own book. So, Damien died. I know that. not no, no, I know that, that.
2: What? How, how did he lose his
0: powers? I know how he got the powers. It,
1: it was just a temporary Why thing. Why was
0: temporary? That was real cool.
1: I know, but, yeah. you know. Yeah,
0: Damien fucks him up yeah. using, like, smarts. He's like, this is my city, and I know my city, and, like, fucking an electrocute, Jim. So then, also, Red Hood, Red Robin crashed this party. They pretty much just said that they wanted to meet with Damien before they... They called in the big kahuna, Dick Grayson. It cuts to like where Dick's on a mission. He cuts out on a spiral mission, pretty much tells his superior like, yeah, I know I'm spiral, but I'm I'm always going to be a Robin first and foremost. And he leaves. So there's some shit going on with the Court of Owls, where uh, the Court of Owls pretty much orchestrated this Robin killing this cop and they used it to make this Robin law pass because they're like completely 100% against Robin. It just seems like that the Court of Owls are really after Dick Grayson only. Mm. But it seems like this whole Robin war is Dick, Damien, Tim, Jason, and everybody, all the other Robins versus Court of Owl. Well, that
1: makes sense. The Grayson family line is connected to the court of owls
0: yeah i'm not gonna spoil anything but the last page sets up something that's because nobody knows that the court of owls is involved in all of this but the last page <laughs> even really, though it's
2: on the cover of the book
0: well no i'm saying like like any of the robins or um, in the story i know it yeah was, I was they joking. they don't know why this law is being passed like so suddenly there's this really cool scene with jason though where like it shows him really aggro there's some guy, he's sitting at a bar, and there's some guy talking shit about, like, how Batman takes takes children and corrupts their minds. Jason is like, well, have you ever thought of, like, these kids have anger issues and Batman shows them a way of taking out frustration that isn't in a negative way? And then, like, as soon as he finishes his sentence, he beats the shit out of this dude at the bar, And, like, fucking leaves. (laughs) And I was like, yo, Jason, you need a chill pill. (laughs) The fuck?
1: Savage. Yeah, he
0: went full-on savage. But, man, Robin Ward is so good so far. The only thing that's irking me about this book is, uh, A, you got the the $4.99 price range. And, B, this fucking book is, like, it's all over the place. So, Hold on, let me, let me get my little notes, my picture of how they're doing this. Because
2: they're breaking it up between different books, right? Yeah. Like books that aren't Robin books.
0: So there's Robin War issue one. Which uh, you have? Part two is in Grayson issue 15, which, again, I have no problem with because I pick up Grayson. Part three is in Detective Comics 45, 47 which I don't read at all. And not to mention, Detective Comics 47 comes out the same day as Grayson 15, which is this coming up Wednesday. Well, when, when this podcast released. Part four is on We Are Robin issue seven, which I'm picking up anyway. Part five is Robin, Son of Batman issue seven, which I have no interest in doing, but... But that's the I end, I kind of need to.
2: Yeah, it's the end of the fucking storyline.
0: Yeah, but then there's also Robin War 2. Which, Robin War issue 2.
2: That's true. So end- Which
0: isn't on this list of events. Then if you want the tie-ins, there's Gotham Academy 13, Red Hood and Arsenal 7, and Teen Titans 15.
2: All this is coming out in December? Like this month?
0: Yeah, I guess so. That's ridiculous. All of Robin War is going to be finished by the end of December.
2: So how do you feel about that? That's a lot of comics. How do you feel about having to pick up books you don't normally follow?
0: I hate doing that shit. I know. Like I'm I'm glad Stan brought to my attention that like this isn't that bad. Cause uh, what was it that you were following that was like fucking all Well,
2: so I was following action comics for a while for Superman, and then that's around the time the Superman Doomed storyline was starting to pick up. And in order to follow the entire storyline, you had to read Superman, action comics, um, Superman, Wonder Woman, and then it it might have even been Superman, Batman. I'm not sure about that, but it kept crossing into the different Superman books that I wasn't reading. I only only picked one specific Superman book to read because I liked the writing in it. I liked the writing in action comics. So to have to pick up fucking three or four different books that I don't read ever – was ridiculous and for that reason i stopped following superman completely because because if i'm just gonna pick up action comics suddenly i have two or three issues of action comics that make no sense period because See, i just want to follow action
0: comics. i mean in my case luckily for me the rest of robin war is only coming in two books i normally don't pick up as opposed to like Every other book, I'm not picking up.
2: Well, it's the same thing like Vader, Vader Down, which is the Star Wars event. It's only it's contained to only one issue of Vader Down, and then Star Wars and Vader, like interchanging. So part one in Star Wars, part two in Vader, part three, like et cetera. Et cetera. So that's not a big deal. But when they start going into all these other other, if they would titles, have started
0: going into Chewbacca, Lando, Leia, yeah, that's where it gets like
2: that would be ridiculous. But it's it's just contained to those two, so it's fine. Yeah, I, I just I don't like I it.
0: really hate that they had to do the beginning of Robin War in its own titled book called Robin War overcharge the shit out of it. And this is honestly, this is something that could have just put in like, like the new ep- uh, the new issue of We Are Robin, which also came out this week. Or last week.
2: Yeah. So well, not even then. But why mm. not make the event comic be its own mini series, like Robin War One, Two, Three, Four, Five, and then you can pick up the tie-ins in the other books. They which, could have
0: also done that.
2: Which, which they did for Forever Evil. You remember Forever Evil? Oh man, I fucking love Forever that Evil. That was a great storyline about the Earth Three. And Death it was League straight up.
0: It was straight up five issues of just. forever forever evil just
2: forever evil and if you wanted to get more of the story you could by picking up say justice league and that's actually what I did and I found out that the justice league book was really good
0: and really well written yeah it tied into nightwing like heavily
2: yeah and and so that enriched the experience more and I didn't feel tied to like I wasn't like shackled to buying these other books I could if I wanted to and doing it made the, the overall experience more enriching like
0: even if you chose not to to follow the other tie-ins you still got a really good experience because it told the story very well yeah especially if you had no idea what to do like what the story
2: was you you can go from forever evil one to whatever last issue it was and get the story yeah all the other books were there for just you know filling in purposes side quests (laughs) and the only the only horrible part of that was fucking arkham war wherever the hell it was called do you remember that? I do. It was, yeah, I remember. That Arkham was War a garbage. <laughs> that was a garbage mini. <laughs> like I was picking it up just because I had like a completionist problem, where I felt like I had to pick up all the issues. But it was just it was awful, terrible. Don't pick that up. Pick up Forever Evil, but don't pick up Arkham War. Fuck that shit. Anyway,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you feel very fucking I feel some kind of way passionate about, about, about Arkham War.
2: It was terrible. I didn't know yeah. what was going on. The only cool yeah, part about me, like...
1: sorry, Chris. On oh, I'm just, uh, i for, for all these problems with tie-ins, like I, I just don't want to spend extra on books and I don't or series that I don't follow. So exactly, for me, I can just wait until a tray comes out where it just collects all the disparate issues into one book. But like that might be a couple months from now. but yeah, so that's a. But... Uh... It's a give and take kind of thing. I don't Some, know.
2: Sometimes you you want to keep following the book, like in my case with Action Comics. I wanted to follow Action Comics, but I felt like I couldn't because I wasn't getting the whole story of Doomed.
0: It's it's ironic that you well oh no because that was Justice League, not um not Action Comics. Never mind. What was Blue Blue Adam? Because I was gonna say it's ironic that like what got you into that series was like. Trying to follow it just to see like more of the tie-in. Oh, so and then... no,
2: but like Forever Evil did get me to pick up Justice League because I was interested, and then I ended up following Justice League for like a year. Oh yeah,
0: and then you dropped it for the reason you?
2: I dropped it because they were taking way too long with the Lex Luthor thing, and I just com- and Dark Side War was like everything's a war now. It's Dark Side War, Robin War, Arkham War. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. The only cool thing about Arkham War was that Bane became Batman for like a hot second
1: i remember i I picked up that issue
2: yeah that was was that was cool but other than that it was a trash trash storyline
0: but yeah but yeah do
2: you want to talk about
0: enough off of tangents um you want
2: to talk about this week in comics for 12 9 december ninth 2015
0: let's do it so we got uh batman and ninja turtles Hell fucking oh, yeah! yeah. There
2: is an ad for it in your issue of Robin War. I was looking at there it. There is. Let me bring it up real quick. Let me flip let me flip to the page. Here we go.
0: Oh my god, this shit looks I wasn't gonna pick it up, but this art It looks too dope. This art is too alone, dope
2: to pass out. It's six parts. It says Batman Ninja Turtles, written by James Tinian the <laughs> fourth, and art by Freddie E. Williams II. I, is this Chris, do you know if the cover art's the same as the interior art?
1: Uh, Actually, this is funny. I th- I've i met Freddie Williams before. I met him at a... Um, the second? Or the first? I met him at a uh, Co- New York Comic Con. Is it either the New York Comic Con two years ago or Baltimore Comic Con? Oh, God.
2: It. it says, the Dark Knight, the heroes in a half shell together. Cowabatka. Jeez. Uh- <laughs> oh, man. The...
1: The plot premise for this is it's pretty Wait, no, pretty I'm- wacky, but I'm totally running with it. It's so basically Batman's investigating a bunch of raids in Gotham. They're all involving like super highly trained ninjas. And basically the Foot Clan, through some interdimensional portal, ends up in the world of Gotham and or the DC universe. And so he has to team up with the Turtles.
0: See, my question was gonna originally be, do you think the Foot Clan is somehow going to team up with the League of Assassins?
1: I think they have yeah. to. They have to. They're missing up an a, amazing opportunity if they don't team up. Seriously? Yeah.
0: Uh, what else do we have coming out? We have Grayson15, Batman47, The Walking Dead 149.
2: Like New Walking Dead. The Gwenpool special.
0: Howard the Duck.
2: Pause for Gwenpool special. A long pause for it. <laughs> you want to okay, pause why? over.
0: <laughs> uh, Justice League, Dark Dark Side Wars, of course.
2: Lex Luthor. Because every, every war. Secret Wars. <laughs> Secret Wars number eight, finally.
0: Please and, put this oh,
2: series out of its misery. No, because it's <laughs> not the last nine. fucking
0: issue. Because they added another one out of nowhere. Have we confirm this? We've confirmed this. It says it says on issue seven, seven out of nine. They secretly, they secretly fucking threw an issue in there. So what started off as an eight-part issue. When the fuck did Secret Wars start? I feel like it started in May. It it did. It started the end of May. That's like seven months ago. To get eight issues out, I mean. I mean a month at issue, I guess, but like come on. But then there was a break. There was a giant. There's break. There's
2: like a big old break. I just I want this series done. The and, whole the I mean Marvel the series the re- series is gonna
0: end in 2016. The Marvel
2: series the fucking universe rebooted already. Yeah. Let's, let's get it moving. Let's get it popping, people.
0: We got Detective Comics 47, which is Robin War so you have to Part Three. Out. So I have to get that. We stand on guard issue six, and Broken Moon Three. Is that what it's called, Chris? Is
2: it actually called Broken Moon? Broken Moon. That's the title. It's really called Broken Moon. I thought that was like some joke title you made up. That's the, oh, no. that's the vampire that's, werewolf thing, right? That's Underworld that's, 5. That's the
1: vampire destroying the moon and causing tidal waves and they're blood farming humans and not now going in Canada. Exactly.
2: I don't know, guys, if you're listening and you have an interest in Spider-Gwen, I don't know if you should pick up the Gwenpool special because it's not i don't think it's gwen stacy because i've been reading the backup stories in the howard the duck books and apparently her last name is pool p-o-o-l-e and her name is gwen pool and they did it as a joke and named her gwen pool like the superhero and apparently she's from a different universe where all the marvel characters are comic book people like comic book so she's
0: from our dimension just more
2: or less and she knows everyone's secret identities etc cetera, etc cetera. so that's like her advantage and somehow she ended up in the marvel universe but it's kind of it's kind of stupid and i think her special is like six dollars nope and it's actually she's not even the entire she's not even taking up the entire book apparently it's like a holiday comic so there's a bunch of other smaller stories about like holiday stuff with other heroes and then Gwenpool has her own like Whatever, I it's feel dumb.
0: like I feel like this was Marvel's way of trying to. Uh... They're squeezing blood
2: from the Gwen yeah, Stacy exactly. stone. Yeah, is what they're doing. Next would be the ex-Gwen men. Ex-Gwen.
0: <laughs> men. <laughs> I mean, don't we already have like we have like a fucking million different Gwen variant characters? Groot.
2: I'm gonna forever bring up Groot until it's like Wolverine. Gwen, I think it's. Was it Gwen Vereen?
1: Gwen, Gwenverine? Gwenverine?
2: I don't know. Anyway. And that's it, right? That's
1: Gwenito. <laughs> Master of Gwen.
2: Master of Gwen, Gwenitism. Gwen-it-ism. <laughs> so that's the poll for this week. December 9th,
1: 2015.
0: Hell yeah. Um, Really quickly, let's get on to this tangent of like, fucking pet peeves. Because speaking of... I feel of...
2: like it's well documented. I mean...
0: No, for this not, whole section, it's not documented. enough. Well, yeah, pretty yeah, we'd, much. We'd we'd touch price, price gouging
2: is well documented. Crossover comics is well doc- documented. My my issues with Gwenpool, we've documented. I just want to give a quick shout out to Vader Down. Again. It's a really good it's a really good mini. Well, I I guess it's not a mini, it's like a crossover between Star Wars and Vader, but it's a good jumping on point because if you're, if you're interested, if you're listening at home and you're interested in reading Star Wars and you don't know whether you want to pick up the Star Wars books or the Vader books and you want to pick up one but not both, this is a good way to read both for a short amount of time and figure out which one you want to keep following because it's the same storyline but one half is from Vader's perspective, one half is from the heroes' perspective, Luke, Han, Leia, and so you can see how the writers of Star Wars and the writers of Vader use their characters on opposite sides of the same conflict. So it's good to see like, Oh, I like the way they tell the story better on invader side, or I like the way it's told better on the Star Wars side. So you can like make your decisions. So it's a good jumping on point. And I feel like it's not very long. It's only about five or six parts. And so it'll be an issue of Vader issue of Star Wars issue of Vader issue of Star Wars. It's really cool. Vader is Vader crash lands on a planet and he's got to kill a shitload of rebels because they're all trying to capture him. And Luke, Luke is the one who basically um, flies his X wing into Vader's tie interceptor to make him crash land on the planet. Cause they think it's, it's the only opportunity they're going to get to get at Vader. And so, All these characters are coming together on this one planet. You have Luke, Han, Leia, and then you have Vader and Dr. Aphra and his evil C-3PO and R2-D2 versions. And you have them interacting with the real C-3PO and R2-D2, and everyone's, like, getting getting twisted up. So it's cool. It's especially cool if you've been following it this whole time because you get to see these characters finally start to cross.
0: I mean, they started to interact in the very beginning, and then they... Pulled away from it. Yeah, no. It's nice to like bring it back. They're together. They're coming
2: back together, so it's it's good. So I I think by the end of the series, I'll decide if I want to keep one or the other because there's too many books coming out, and I and I feel like I need to drop one of the Star Wars books. And so this this <laughs> Vader down thing is gonna is there like fight to the death, <laughs> like whichever one I like better, I think I'm gonna keep following.
1: But yeah, that was my shout out. I haven't read any of the, the new Star Wars or Vader books. I've been no, hearing reviews, piecemeal from you guys, but vader down i have known i've seen advertisements for uh for it for a long while so i picked up the book and oh my god it just blew my mind vader was a complete badass and it just sold me on the star wars books like if uh, so i so vader what i can vouch for stan's review like it's a perfect jumping on point it's just a really great balance and the vader moments he's just chewing the scenery it is such an amazing dive, and I've never seen Vader more badass in any medium until this comic. And you, if you just buy it right now, and you'll be sold instantly. Like you will not regret it.
0: Special shout out to Evil Evil C three PO. Yeah, I don't exactly. I is amazing. I think he's
1: triple zero. I think that's his triple his, zero. His distinction should have been or whatever. triple six. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I lo- I love how he talks about how to torture people like all the time. Like, that's like, like
0: okay. that's infamously what he
2: does. He's kind of like HK forty seven a little bit. I don't know if you played the Kotor games. Yeah, but he's kind of like that. My fate so far. Like, so he reminds if-
0: me of Cogsworth
2: a little bit, except he's I, Cogsworth is a lot more annoying. <laughs> I hate Cogsworth anyway. There's a scene in Vader Down where Vader is surrounded, completely surrounded by an army of rebels. They have tanks, soldiers. All their guns are trained on him, and they shout out to Vader, and he's like, Vader, you are surrounded. And Vader pulls out his lightsaber and he goes, I'm surrounded by dead men. (laughs) And that's all you need to know about Vader Down. So you should go (laughs) read that shit because it's crazy.
1: I want to do a quick shout out for two comics Daredevil One. So this is like a, a reestablishment of the status quo because before Secret Wars, Matt Murdock has been operating out of California, but now he's back in New York City, and instead of a Instead of a public defender, he's now an assistant district attorney, which is pretty interesting. And so he's de- he's dealing with, with a different side of the law. And instead of protecting the innocent, he's actively going after criminals via the law. Um, he still does so under the mask. And he's also teaming up with um, a new, I guess, sidekick or maybe not a sidekick, but more so of a protege named Blindspot. Uh, who's this superhero who has a suit that makes him go invisible? And it's really cool. I really love the art. Um, so it's if you missed out on Mark Wade's run on Daredevil and you want to hop back in, this is a good good way to jump to jump in. And I also read Extraordinary X Men number three. It's amazing. Um, I know Stan, you, you you're not a big fan of Humberto Ramos's art. Yeah, I stopped following it for that reason. I couldn't do a passive <laughs> shoot too. I just, I, I um, don't
2: support his art. I'm sorry if you, if you enjoy him, that's fine. But I don't enjoy him, and so I can't support his art. I'm
1: sorry to break a friendship, stand. I, I kind of enjoy this art a lot. I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm so sorry. I'm so End sorry. End the call. End the call.
2: Him.
0: No, I'm kidding. Next week, Chris will be missing. <laughs> It'll be Chris's
2: turn in the ghost dimension.
1: Excellent.
0: I've already spent two weeks in the ghost dimension.
1: Yeah, it's not pretty, man.
2: I think we established that the Ghost Dimension is our universe's version of the Phantom Zone. So when you disappear on Super Nerd Pals, you go to the Ghost Dimension. Anyway, go ahead, yeah, Chris. Then fight your way
1: out. Fight your way out. But, um, so not much happened in the issue. In terms of like, plot, it was more like a little bit of exposition. So like, Jean Grey is trying to convince Logan to come back to the team. And X-Haven is under siege by a whole bunch of demons. So it's basically like Helms Deep of like of X Men like they're they're besieged on all sides and it it's like the point in the book in which the new well the the lineup for this X Men all all together like all the disparate parts have come together and now they're like they're ready to kick ass and it was really cool I didn't mind that it was kind of plot light like the art's beautiful and like the action scenes are really cool and. To be honest, I like this lineup or this roster of the X Men more than the than the one that shows up in All New X Men Number One, where it's all the the younger people. I agree, actually. Ah, so I I don't know. I felt kind of disappointed about All New X Men Number yeah, One. Yeah, I didn't just, even bother picking it, it up. It just seemed
2: really lackluster. I I flipped through it and I was like, I don't like anyone on this team except for Laura. Yeah, X 23 That's the same. Wolverine. That's the
1: same. Like Laura was the most interesting, and like there there wasn't really any action going on all new X-Men number one? Like um, everyone's on vacation more or less. And the main antagonist is this ragtag mutant gang that all idolize the, the older mutant terrorist Cyclops. So they're, they're doing acts of vandalism and attacks in his name. And it's just the issue did not grab me at all. I don't know. It's just, yeah, Which is really disappointing. That's my dilemma,
2: is that I, I can't stand the art in Extraordinary X-Men, but the, their lineup is a lot better than all new X-Men's line, lineup. So it's, it's a dilemma. And because of that, I'm following neither. <laughs> I'll just stick with all new Wolverine. Whatever. I don't care. You guys want to move on? All right,
0: yeah, let's move on to the okay. video games.
2: So we had a regular thing planned, but I think I, since I'm hosting the video game section and I could do whatever the hell I want, I decided that instead of our usual plan, we should talk about our favorite announcements and hopes coming out of the Video Game Awards and PSX, which happened this weekend.
0: You know what didn't get announced or or teased or trailered or nothing?
1: What? Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom
0: fucking Hearts.
1: Do you know? You also got a giant, giant like um, what's it called? Middle finger. Um, non mention. There was a, one of the guys, one of the guys from Naughty Dog. He came on stage for PS PSX. It was wearing a Crash Bandicoot shirt, and everyone thought he was gonna announce like Crash Five, and then and then nothing ever happened. So
2: well, so last last PSX everyone thought that we were going to get an announcement of the final fantasy 7 remake but they ended up announcing the pc port the steam version for psn and then e3 is when they announced the remake so maybe they're saving the crash announcement for e3 if there is a crash because why the hell else would you be wearing a crashed bandicoot t-shirt unless because you want to they torture want to be a us you want to torture us i'm a miss crash <laughs> <laughs> it's like the
0: director of fucking like square enix coming on stage with with a shirt that has like in big ass letters kh3
2: and there's no one, and then
0: there's there's just they just ignore it yeah Act like fucking nothing there is
2: a lot of things that didn't happen to psx that i was hoping would happen they didn't they didn't announce anything that sony bend was working on which they haven't done anything since uncharted golden abyss on the vita which was how many years ago like 2011, I think, like when the Vita came out, that's yeah. the last thing they did. So, they've been working on something, but they didn't announce anything at PSX. There was no anything from Santa Monica, unless you count one of the VR games, which I don't count. I think it was the, like the zombie
0: taxi garbage. I don't know,
2: but can, it wasn't anything substantial. No, but, like God of War five or anything like that.
0: Can we get on the real show stealer here? Robots playing golf. 100-foot
2: robot
1: golf? Hell yeah. 100-foot robot golf looks amazing. And it's also for the PSVR. And that trailer looks awesome. Like, you're just a robot on the moon, and you tee off. like the golf ball flies back to Earth, and you get a hole-in-one. Yeah, it's it's like
2: four-player golf. Everyone's on in giant robots and they're like knocking over buildings with golf clubs, like trying to get the ball into the hole. And, and there's like a scene where they're on the moon next to like the moon landing. And one of the robots hits the golf ball and it flies from the moon all the way to the city on earth into the, into the hole. Now
0: now I know we talk about our non-existent YouTube channel way too often. And this is, (laughs) this will be the first game we put up there.
2: I hope it's not VR only. That's, that's, I, I I feel well, like well if
0: if it's for console.
2: Yeah, I I don't know if if I imagine this, but I feel like they said VR functionality, but not necessarily full VR 100% exclusive.
0: There's only one way to find out.
2: Oh, boy, I hope so. I hope it doesn't because I would love to play in a giant robot and play golf sounds perfect. I'm I, didn't so even, glad I didn't even know I, named, I wanted that.
0: I'm so
1: glad they named the game
0: exactly what it is. It just I have it's, you
1: know exactly what you're getting into. It's, it, so it's something
2: good. that I never even realized I wanted until I heard it. And I was like, yes, I mean, yes, I mean, it's the same it. thing
0: with fucking Rocket League. Yeah. Who knew I wanted to play as cars playing soccer? Exactly. It's the like fuck? the same vein. Is it the same company? No. Hmm.
1: The trailer's perfect. Like, uh, at the end, there was, like, two amazing anime references. One, Gendo Ikari. Like, like he's just he has his hands cupped, and he has, like, the, the classic... There's a silhouette with the classic eyeglasses, and all you see is white. And there's also in the background is a dog wearing, like, the VR headset, and that's uh, a reference to Ein from Cowboy Bebop also doing that. It's like, oh, shit. The people doing this commercial, they know exactly what they're doing. And that, that was awesome. Yeah, I, my inner my inner otaku just just flipped out. <laughs> and just, giant robots. What's not to love?
2: Was there any big announcements out of the Game Awards? There was a Telltale Games Batman game.
1: Yes, uh, that was. Yeah. That's, we got to talk. They about They didn't that. show
2: anything substantial, but I hope you play as Batman, and I hope you get to be a giant dick.
0: The thing is, Telltale's has a way of. Uh... Doing non action games? I guess well, you can say. no, like Tales there's... from the
2: Borderlands. I have to disagree with you a little bit. I don't I've think never you... played Tales, Tales from the Borderlands. Tales from the Borderlands has a lot of cool action. And really? It's got, yeah, there's like a whole Power Rangers giant robot scene
0: at the end. Well, I was going to say, like, if they did, uh, like, Walking Dead, what Walking Dead did for Batman, I think that would fit perfect. Like a full-on story of well, Batman yeah, you can, where you, yeah. like... I hope it's a Batman game where
2: this would be great if they did something more along the lines of the Long Halloween, which is just more of a detective story than it is like a straight up Batman superheroes kicking people's butts. And it's more like him slowly like deducing clues and like finding things out and like occasionally getting into fistfights. And I think this would be a perfect and
0: choosing to kick Ben off the the top of the tower or not. Yeah, (laughs) I fucking kick them off. Yeah, Ben's useless. For those of you who don't know, Ben is the most annoying character of season 1 and he fucks you over. No, it's
2: Kenny. The Walking dead. Kenny is not that bad. Kenny's Kenny is Kenny's Kenny a garbage man.
0: Kenny <laughs> fucking shits on Ben, but then he shits on your life when you kill Ben. It's like, dude, make your fucking mind up. What are you what are you doing? But anyway,
2: we can go a whole hour on my my opinions on Kenny, but we should just <laughs> skip that. We'll just skip that. So I think I think it's interesting. I I thought that I would see the Marvel Telltale game before I would see a DC Telltale game because I feel like they had something like in the pipe for that, but I could be wrong. Um, what else came out of the Game Awards?
1: Uh, Far Cry Primal they revealed uh, gameplay footage and a trailer for that. Yeah, same. I'm not sure if you guys are fans of Far Cry. Eh, it's a- I mean, you're you're caveman, and you can tame <laughs> I <young am>? wolves. <laughs> How dare you?
2: Uh,
1: oh, Stan, Shaq, Shaq Fu. Fu, yeah, Shaq Fu. There's gonna be a new Shaq
2: Fu apparently, and I don't know. I never played Shaq Fu.
0: Stan is a hundred percent on top of that.
2: I've never played Shaq right. Fu, but it's like my let's
0: let's talk about your fucking golden jewel that got away. My white your, your whale. Your white whale.
2: My white whale, Shaq Fu. I've always wanted to play Shaq-Fu because I heard how terrible it is, and like <laughs> I wanted to buy it on the Genesis, and I feel like I saw it one time at a retro video game store in Manhattan, and I came back, and it wasn't there anymore, and I went to Comic-Con this past October, and I saw it there for like 10 bucks in the case and everything, and I was like, you know what? I'll come back later. I don't want to spend all my money on the first day, and then it was gone. So I just Shaq-Fu is just in the wild. So I would really like to play it. There's just something about Shaq like doing kung fu. That's it. I don't know anything about this new game coming out. I mean, I
0: feel like the trailer for this game should be Shaq drinking uh, soda, zona which is the new Arizona. I've never drank
2: that. that it's
0: ice. garbage. I'm sure it is. Um, it, it should be him drinking Shaq-a-zona playing Shaq Fu. That's my opinion.
2: You heard that bullshit about Konami preventing Kojima from being at the Game Awards?
1: Yeah, they were luring up and preventing him from getting his own award. And Kiefer Sutherland accepted the award on his behalf. But that is some major ass hattery and, right and there. Dude, that's Gen- a giant kick to the balls. You didn't see
2: the Game Awards, right, Andy? I didn't. So Jeff Keighley, right after Kiefer Sutherland accepted the award, basically put Kon- Konami on blast. Like, straight up just said that konami did not let kojima attend the awards a lawyer told him to not come and then he was just like it's very unfortunate just like straight up like right in front of all the people in in the audience everyone was booing konami it was it was a great and but he's like kojima is like watching from home so everyone show him your support everyone was like cheering kojima was great
0: see i saw this uh this meme right after the awards that said I don't need sex because Konami fucks me every day. <laughs> and I was like, I I I feels. I feels Konami,
2: Konami, Konami, Konami. They're like they're like really like bitter children. Just like they don't want anyone to have any fun
1: if they can't. I feel so bad for the PR people at Konami, because I don't know how they can like salvage their re- reputation. I mean there's
2: nothing to salvage. They don't even want to make games anymore. Pachinko machines. Pachinko. Whatever, I don't want to play Pachinko unless it's in Shenmue Three. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was it out of, out of the game awards, right? Pretty much. Okay, so you want to yeah. you want to go back to the PSX because there was a couple, yeah, one or two like this, slightly big announcements. I would say you know like Nino Cooney Two, Nino Cooney Two PS4
1: exclusive,
2: Nino yeah. Cooney Two. The studio Ghibli, uh, how do you pronounce that? Ghibli, Ghibli. Studio, Studio Ghibli.
1: Ghibli. Ghibli.
0: Ghibli. The fuck if I know. Ghibli. <laughs> Ghibli. 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 Chris, you playing Nino Kuni, uh part one?
1: Uh, I actually have it. Wow, the what's wrong the
0: story is like fucking grim.
2: It's actually pretty dark. It gets it gets pretty dark.
0: Like when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is like a happy go lucky. No. Hmm. Got some real. No, your shit going your around. mom dies like. Oh, spoilers. Th- Come on. It's like the first ten minutes of the game.
2: I wouldn't say first ten minutes. It's like the first hour. Yeah, for sure. Not the first ten minutes.
0: Oh no, the first hour. It's a good game, you should probably play it. Just, that's
2: all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Nino Kuni 2 looks amazing. Like I thought I thought Nino Kuni looked amazing on the PS3, but the way it looks on the PS4 Looks as close as possible to an actual Studio Ghibli film. It's just—it's gorgeous. It's all animees, all kinds of animees going on. I need this game. Me too. Me too.
0: Uh, I need Shack. Shack Azona. No, you don't. <laughs> I'd probably die.
2: And probably the biggest <laughs> announcement of PSX: Final Fantasy VII remake got a trailer, and that trailer was something else.
1: It, it was a
2: religious experience.
0: And this this shows me that the Final Fantasy VII remakes coming out before Kingdom Hearts III. It looks further
2: along than Kingdom Hearts footage, like Kingdom Hearts 3 footage. For some reason, this looks more complete.
0: Kingdom Hearts 3 footage composed of one boss battle. Not even the full boss battle, just part of the boss battle. And then test stages of... I don't even fucking remember what world it, it was. Wasn't it like
2: the Tangled World or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: For this trailer like, and the gameplay footage, it's it's basically all moments from the beginning bombing run mission, but that was more than enough. Like oh my god, that was so beautiful. And it showed a lot of cool features like like uh, a cover system and like cloud like in a third person view, like ducking under like rubble and uh, teasing some of the the combat system and Barrett being a total badass.
2: He's got sunglasses now. It's amazing. He's got hands. Everyone's got hands now.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Everyone's got full,
1: full voice dialogue. That's nobody, fucked up. No,
2: Barrett
0: has a hand.
2: Okay, Everyone's got <laughs> That's hands. That's so fucked up. Everyone's got hands except Barrett. He's still got the one. But nobody looks but like is Popeye anymore. To see
1: Popeye arms anymore? Yeah, no so. more
2: Popeyes going on.
0: Cloud looks super scrawny as fuck. As opposed to his, like, brolic polygon-looking fucking arms. <laughs> Surprised he can heft that sword. He can't
2: realistically. Realistically, he can, not but
0: it's all that materia.
2: Yeah, he's he's got like steroid material. He does
1: that shit like heroin. Yeah, that's why his eyes are green. That's why he has like random flashes and he, he twitches out I can't remember stuff correctly. He's going through withdrawal symptoms. The fight, the battle system
2: looks similar to Final Fantasy fifteen. Good they made it a just fucking the way it's like system. running running around in real time fighting
0: this game doesn't look linear
2: no it doesn't
0: except for uh what's his name's not gonna be in it Did you name him B boy
2: oh B boy Jackson Yeah, B- <laughs> the guy B-boy. from Final Fantasy thirteen.
0: <laughs> we need B boy Jackson in it
2: No, we don't we don't need any of those those characters from thirteen. I use characters in the most derogatory sense
0: <laughs> man. Kind of disappointed. You know I want Kingdom Hearts three.
2: <laughs> um, I will agree with you that I'd rather play Kingdom Hearts three than Final Fantasy seven remake. But I'm really glad that they are doing the Final Fantasy seven remake because it is the most garbage looking game. The original one, the original Final Fantasy seven is not trash. Well. Is a trash pile on fire?
0: You thought Glenpool was garbage? Uh. Uh-uh. Ain't shit compared to this
2: game, Chris. Name me a video game that looks worse than Final Fantasy VII for the PS1. Go ahead.
1: Go wait for the PS4 or the PS1, PS1? The original. Oh PS1. Oh God. Because the remake um,
2: looks gorgeous. It's like one of the best looking games. Like probably from what I've seen, looks probably one of the the more beautiful games. But the original Final Fantasy VII, garbage.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's re- It's really strange because like like just. When you're operating the open world, or, or when you're in like a area map, like just, like the blocky, the really blocky polygonal people, all distorted, like it bothers me. But like when you get into actual combat, you know, it's still. Why garbage. couldn't they have? Why couldn't they have like those <laughs> models as like the people in the, in the in the in the in the world the world map? And I don't know. It's, it's like, like listen.
0: It's like. It's like if I took a high def... No, fuck that. You know the pictures of, like, the pictures that have got really famous of, like, a dog on a taco or, like... What? You've never seen that <laughs> with the Shiba-, the Shiba head on a taco in space?
2: Oh, like Doge?
0: <laughs> yeah. Doge? Okay. So, like...
2: Final Fantasy looks like that. It looks like a bunch of Papercraft dolls on top of an old painting that got yeah, washed out. Yeah, it's like out. a
0: picture on top of a picture in space.
2: It's a washed out painting with Papercraft dolls on top of it.
0: But don't get me wrong. The polygons look really, really nice. <laughs> Especially <laughs> let in the, me, let me the PC4. Let's, just, let's real, just really talk about that real quick.
2: They look like blocks taped together, but they're real smooth looking blocks. They're really polished. They're nicely colored. That's fucking nice. Listen, Resident Evil One, the director's <laughs> cut from like, I when did that game come out? Like late nineties, whatever. Has better pre rendered backgrounds than Final Fantasy 7 does. When did when when did that game come out? I'm gonna look that shit up right <laughs> now. I know, I know. We got we got. Oh my god. We got. Listen, Clouds model in Final Fantasy 7, the the 1997 game. He looks like a frog. He looks like a pink frog. That's all I'm going to say. Michigan J-Cloud.
1: <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ride time gal.
2: Okay, it came out. Final Fantasy VII came out in... Where the hell is it? 1997, January. Early early 97. where I am. let me see where Resident Evil came out. 96. Almost a whole year earlier than Final Fantasy VII. And and okay, so fine. Final Fantasy VII is a much bigger game. Resident Evil is like small and confined spaces and whatever. Fuck it, they're all walking on top of paintings. Why couldn't the paintings in Final Fantasy VII look half as good as the ones in Resident Evil? That's all I'm gonna say. Game looks like trash. Did not. It aged like milk, and in fact, it aged worse than milk. You ever get one of those Starbucks um, frappuccino bottles? In the store, it's like it's got the shitty coffee and like the glass bottle. Yeah, you ever like leave those under your bed for like too long, <laughs> and then you take it and it's like all separated and it looks like chunky. This never mm-hmm. happened to you? Uh, no. Okay, that's what this looks. like <laughs> <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? all right maybe once. All right. like a long time ago it happened. I used to really be into those things in like middle school. Should not have been drinking coffee. I
1: would be much. You know taller. what I just
0: noticed about this picture? Sephiroth is in the background. <laughs>
1: Yes, that that was the. And I only noticed because there's like
0: a triangle for Sephiroth's hair.
2: Silver triangle, yeah. I like how they, if you look at Cloud's face in the original Final Fantasy VII, he's got they they took extra special care to to draw in his eyelashes. His like very long eyelashes.
0: But but background painting? Nope.
2: Nope. Like the grittiest, blockiest looking. Anyway, anyway, I'm I'm happy that the the remake is getting made because it is the ugliest Final Fantasy. It is the ugliest game period, so it definitely needed the facelift. And the voice acting sounds good, even though it's so early. I'm surprised that they had English voice acting for the trailer.
0: I was kind of surprised about that myself.
1: Yeah, we have theories that uh, Bo Billingsley, the voice of Jet Black, he's Barrett. He, It, it sounds so spot on. That and makes me wish um, that Steve
2: Blum did the voice for Cloud. How awesome would that be?
0: I don't know
1: who that is.
2: He does the voice for Spike from Cowboy Bebop.
0: Oh, that would have been amazing
2: if he was Spike and then and Barrett was Jet. That that would be the best.
0: That's a
1: dream
2: team. Too and boring. then you'd have Tifa be um, what the fay? No, what the Faye fuck's Gowdack? that kid's name? Oh, Ed Edward. Yeah, yeah. Tifa could be voiced by 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 him.
0: <laughs> or we could just have the whole cast of Dragon Ball Z, which is two people.
2: <laughs> yeah, Christopher Sabat Sabattin and 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 piccolo piccolo
1: is (laughs) 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 it's pretty cool um also in the trailer um wedge uh the big guy uh, um from avalanche he sounds a lot like brandon mayhew um if you don't know who that is that's a badger from breaking bad so i I, i'm totally down with that casting if that's we should we should check
2: back when they announce the actual voice cast and see if we're on point
0: Speaking of voice casting, this is really off topic, but I just remembered Neil Patrick Harris got casted as the Riddler. In what? In like in the new Batman For what? Lego movie. Batman.
2: Is that true, oh, wait, or is that really? a rumor?
0: No, it was true. Wait, he, wait, wait. He tweeted. Wait, about which it. animated movie? Um, I'm not sure which one.
2: It says he would totally be down to play this villain. It's not confirmed.
0: I thought they confirmed him as the. I don't know what the fuck I was reading. Neil Patrick Harris would be a great Riddler. I love Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, I mean, definitely, yeah. Oh my God, that's a bad picture of Jim Carrey. That's the
2: Riddler, Jim Carrey. That's what he looks like. I, I know. know. He that Batman and Robin. Batman Forever? No, Batman and Robin was it was, it was Batman the worst Forever. Movie. No, no, no. I'm I'm talking about the one with Schwarzenegger. It's a fucking terrible oh, okay. movie. That is a terrible movie. Yeah, I, is Barbara Girl Barbara Robert is Barbara <laughs> Gordon blonde? That's Barbara Gordon, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's that. blonde,
2: which is stupid. And then there's this scene where she's hacking into the computer or whatever, and the images on the computer screen are like reflected on her face. Like it's projected on her face. Like how does that work? Computers don't work like that. Anyway. So yeah, it was that, I love that movie. That was that was the video games. <laughs> <laughs> that was the video games.
0: All of the video games. That was the anyway. video games.
1: All the video games.
0: So Chris, time to get into
1: some TV. Let's get into some TV. So, take us home, Chris. I binged the first 3 episodes of Into the Badlands. Episode 4 airs tonight. They play on Sundays on AMC at 10 p.m. I I literally heard nothing about the show until we all went to near Comic-Con and they had like advertisements on like this giant banner. Uh, on top of the main, the main hall or the the sh- the showroom floor, and flyers in the back of the brochure. So it caught me off completely by surprise, and I watched the, the first trailer, and it was amazing because I, I like the U.S. has never had like a uh, a kung fu martial arts drama. What about a Kung Fu? Really, really long Chris, time. What about... not since like okay. Shaolin. How about the 70s. Kung Fu?
2: Kung Fu, the the TV show Kung Fu, Kung Fu.
1: There, there hasn't <laughs> been like a serialized martial arts show like on TV in a long time. We will
2: never get through a show showdown that derailing.
1: That's all right. <laughs> Hold on. let me see. What, what is this Kung Fu? Kung Fu, Kung Fu TV series.
0: I only know of this show the show because 70s. of work. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah David seen,
1: Carradine. Yeah. He,
2: he Isn't he Bill from Kill Bill?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Adventures of a Shaolin monk as he wanders the American West armed only with his skill in kung fu.
1: Exactly. And this came out in 1974. Apparently Bruce Lee
2: was supposed to play the part, but they, they got this guy instead.
0: This dude kind
1: of looks like Bruce Willis. A
2: little bit. I always wanted to see this show, but I never got a chance to. Anyway, Chris, go ahead. Go
1: back to the Badlands. All right. But, take us to the Badlands. Okay, so this show is, is a pretty cool premise. It's like this eclectic mix of like dystopian futurism, post-apocalyptica, and like sci-fi. I'm not exactly sure like where it's supposed to take place, or or I'm sorry, when, or if it's like an alternate timeline. But it's in a world where wars ravaged the entire entirety of like the United States. So now the land is, co- is controlled by five barons and each baron controls like a, a, a particular import-export. So one baron controls poppy and opium. Another one controls crude oil. And the enforcers of each baron are called clippers. And like they're like these trained assassins and um, warriors. They bring order to the land. And when we pick up, is the main character Sonny? He's the, he's the main enforcer for a baron by the name of Quinn. The conflict of the show starts off when Sonny picks up this mysterious kid uh, who has these special powers. Um, I, he basically goes into like berserker rage, like Wolverine, and it's pretty badass. Oh, and in this world, there's like no guns, so everyone does martial arts. And it's pretty amazing. Like the choreography in this show is spot-on fantastic. Like, I, I, it's like watching like a Jackie Chan a gently movie or a gently fight fight scene in every single episode. Like I can't get enough of, of how amazingly well done these fight scenes are. Like there's a bit of wire foo. Um, so to, to harken back or to reference like old school Hong Kong cinema, there's like these tropes that are lifted off of famous fight scenes. So they were referencing stuff from, like, uh, Jet Li's hero or Jackie Chan's Legend of the Drunken Master because uh, there's this awesome fight scene where a giant gang, uh, all wheeling hatchets, fights Sonny. Ma- and he takes him on. Uh, and, like, a similar fight scene happened in Legend of the Drunken Master. So for big, like, martial art enthusiasts and addicts, like, this is, like, like this is, like... a such a treat to watch, Chris. What's your favorite kung fu movie? My favorite kung fu movie, probably Jackie Chan's Le- "The Legend of the Junkin Master." There's two of them. This one's the second one. Um, I'm really fond of Stephen Chow's movies, so like "Shaolin Soccer" and "Kung Fu Hustle" as well. They're just really over the top and silly. And like, uh, like "Shaolin Soccer." Have you seen? Sha- Have you seen that movie? No, but I mm-hmm. want to. It's basically Dragon Ball Z meets soccer. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, fuck. You never yeah, heard Yeah, it's soccer? really.
0: I've heard of it, but it's, it's supposed to be really I mean, good. I knew the, I knew the premise, but now I'm thinking of like fucking Goku command and a fucking goalie while kicking the soccer ball in the goal.
1: That's pretty much what they do. They like they do there like these we go. really over the top attacks. Where like, um, this is one where the enemy team, like the the the, the captain, of the enemy team, like leaps up with the, in the air and he spins the ball with his feet. And this dark aura like starts floating on top of him, and the, like and the, the shadowy presence all goes into the ball. And he kicks it, and the the ball starts going on fire. And then, and then the goalie on the on, on the on that we're rooting for, he's like catches the ball, but it's spitting and is like burning its head, his hands, and his uniform off. It is totally Dragon Ball Z. It's so so good. God so. damn! Yeah, I need to see this it's movie. Really fun. Uh, but yeah, into the Badlands. Um, I I just really enjoy the. It's it's like it's this weird mix of like post-apocalypse martial art movies and like spaghetti westerns as well. Yeah, I I really enjoy. It. I um, it's really deep. It goes into. I think it has some really strong connections to like samurai cinema. It pl- it pays a lot of homage to that too. So um, and it pays homage to like classic themes like Bushido or the concepts of um what's it called uh Ninja and Giri so like a main conflict of the show is Sunny trying to wrestle with doing the right thing versus being a loyal servant to his lord or fulfilling one's duty and that's like a classic motif of samurai cinema so the show the show takes
0: place in like a post-apocalyptic world
1: yeah, it, it's it's it's, it's it's like post post apocalyptic. So like, there there's been like
0: any like backstory on that?
1: Not really. Uh, th- right for right now, like all I know in the show is that wars ravaged the entire country. The country was lawless for a really long while. There's been like tons of wars. Like the last war that happened as of the show's timeline was five years ago. But it's implied like the the system like the the feudal system that's that rules this country's been in motion for at least several generations so like at least a couple couple hundred years uh but they don't really explain how it happened which makes me confused as to why or as to when this show takes place cuz they have conflicting Clues or indicators of like of when the show takes place. Because on one hand, there's like no guns. Guns are completely outlawed. I've um, so everyone uses like archaic martial weapons. On the other hand, there's there's modern technology. So, Sunny rides a motorcycle, and there there are cars and buggies. Yeah, I feel like that's uh, the
0: same show with like Dragon Ball Z, for instance. Can't kind of tell where the timeline is because there's dinosaurs, but then there's futuristic cars. Exactly. But where
1: are we? So it plays it ambiguously. I, I guess it's one of those things where you just got to kind of accept the world as it is and try not to think too hard about what happened until they reveal more. I mean, I, again, this is the first season. It's only three episodes in so far. But yeah, I really enjoy this show. Like, I'm just like a giant sucker for martial arts. So just watching this, just it's, it's just like, it's like, oh my gosh, just watching a, like a kung fu movie every single week now it's pretty cool the other show i started just now it's called uh, the man in the high castle and this was released the same day as jessica jones was it's a exclusive tv show produced by amazon studios or Am- so if you have if you have amazon prime you have access to this already it's based on the novel by philip k dick and it's this dystopian alternate history TV show where the Allies lost World War Two, So America is split up and occupied by Imperial Japan and Nazi Germany. And it's really dark. It's really cool. And it takes uh, place in the 60s. So like 20 years after the war ended. And it involves multiple perspectives. Like one, it's, it involves... Uh, Joe Blake, who's on an assignment from the American Resistance to fulfill his mission, and then you have this lady, who her sister Peggy, she dies because she was a, a secret informant and an agent of this resistance movement, and she gets killed. So the sister takes up Peggy's cause, and and then it also involves like the political machinations of like Imperial Japan and Nazi Germany, because right now this the balance of power is really shaky because Hitler is still alive but he has a Parkinson's syndrome so he's not he's he doesn't have a, a lot of time left so there's this like internal political infighting and and chess game of who will take power after Hitler so I just finished the pilot it's really cool I haven't read the book but the main s- crux is that they're, There's this, there's these materials that are being circulated by the American resistance that speaks of an alternate timeline in which the Axis allies lost, which would be our history as we know it. So they're trying to figure out whether or not this is like a fabrication or this is like an alternate reality. And it's really cool. So I highly recommend that show. So if you have Amazon Prime, check it out. It's like 13 episodes long. When I finish it, This this coming week, I'll let you know how it finishes up or or what my thoughts because I've only seen one episode so far. Cool. Sounds
0: interesting. I've been meaning to fucking binge Jessica Jones, but. You should do that. I've been so sidetracked re watching Yu Yu Hakusho. Why are you watching Yu Yu Hakusho? Because I bought it on Blu ray and I was like, well, now I need to see it on Blu ray. Shotgun! (laughs)
2: Actually, I should probably see Yu Yu Hakusho because I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yo, I
0: fucking love Yu Yu Hakusho. I saw
2: like one, like a handful episodes here and there. So So did
0: did I. And then a few years ago, my friend lent me the entire series on DVD. And I watched it over the summer. Now I have it on Blu ray several years later. And I'm rewatching it again. It's such a good show. How many episodes
1: is Yu Yu Hakusho?
0: 112. That's not terrible.
1: Nice. That's a lot.
0: Yeah, it's four seasons.
1: I like how
2: chris chris's reaction to how many episodes was completely different from my reaction to How many episodes. you're like 112 episodes chris is like that's great that's a lot i'm like that's not terrible
0: it's like, I, well it's, like not, it's not like naruto, naruto
2: like or inuyasha where it and just goes on forever chris probably would love long there's also actually like,
0: um, actually i tend to favor like 12 episode animes over very long ones
1: yeah, OVAs, OV like, I mean when you when you're an adult like us and you don't have a lot of time, you know, it's like 13 episode or 26 episode series, you know. Yeah, I love it's that. More digestible. I,
0: I think well, I like it better cuz it's more uh it's more consistent. There's there's a lot less that you can fuck up in 12 episodes. And
1: I mean, depending on I mean, who you, you, are, Naruto, you may not like fillers.
0: Naruto's plot holes and fillers and like, Naruto can seriously probably end within a week, maybe two weeks, but this whole year they've released, like, eight canon episodes and everything has been filler.
1: Well, I mean, that's a struggle because, you know, the anime has to catch up with the manga and, you know, the manga's that done. takes time. So, yeah, it's finished. yeah.
0: Naruto ended, like, a year ago. Yeah. Why'd they do a year of filler? That makes no sense. They're just trying to milk Naruto for all it's worth.
1: Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, the pet peeves of it. I mean, it's, it's a 15-year franchise. So.
2: you want to close out the show with our special topic, our little discussion about Batman vs Superman trailer?
1: Oh hell! The two yeah. trailers, mind you.
2: Yeah, but the tr- the teaser is just like an extended version of the the quick scene from the trailer itself. So technically, it's the same.
0: It's like the same shit.
1: I don't know. I just I love the teaser. The teaser was awesome because you just Batman and the duster leather duster coat and then evil Superman and he just pulls off the the mask and and it was like
0: it just reminded me of you, Chris. I don't know, just Batman's fucking like his his like desert outfit just reminded me of you.
1: It, it, you got to cause I I have a problem. I just I just love like I just want more. I just want an entire movie set in that in that dream world where it's just. It could be like an adaptation of Superman Red Sun and like Batman instead of Batman instead of Soviet Batman. It's just like Batman in the desert, like Dukie and out like driving like a Mad Maxified tumbler and fighting Superman.
0: Oh no, I was I was feeling uh, iffy on. Oh uh, no, what's his name playing Batman? But now I'm totally for it.
2: Ben Affleck does a good Batman. I yeah, think it's he good. He does. I like his voice. I think he
0: also does a great Bruce Wayne.
2: Yeah. And I like his voice as Batman. It's not the like, where is he? Like Christian Bale kind of thing. Yeah. It's more like measured. It's good.
0: He's, so good. uh, and, and he can move his neck. Yeah.
1: He can move his neck. Finally,
0: <laughs> the first Batman and in... well, no Christian Bale can move his neck. Barely. Well, they, well like, not they until
1: the suit where...
2: where he could be like uh, <laughs> move his neck around <laughs> and shit, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I mean,
2: there's there's a lot there was a lot to digest from the trailer. There was kind of there was Batman. There was Superman. There was Lex Luthor. There was Wonder Woman. There was, there was Doomsday, Doomsday. There was Zod's dead body. There was a lot going on there. They're Apparently, so if you
1: freeze frame like one of the shots, like it takes place in that nightmare vision, there are a bunch of these winged creatures that are flying. Well, so, across what the makes screen, you think that so was a
2: nightmare vision?
1: I w- I wish that would. I mean, well, it's implied that it's like it's like, it's like a dream version. Well, I, I, Where is uh, there's like implied, a lot of speculation. Though? One, there were at New York Comic Con, there was an action figure that came out, which was basically Batfleck in the goggles and the trench coat, and it was it was called like Nightmare Batman, like uh, K N I or G H T mare Batman. With just just with calling it Nightmare Batman, like it seems like it's uh, not taking place in, in real life. And I feel like, given what we know from about Batman's motivations from like the the last trailer, where Bruce is really pissed off at Superman uh, for like destroying Wayne Tower and most of the city, um, and not trusting a man with that much power, I felt like the teaser was Bruce's like nightmare scenario because Batman, all he does is. He, like, dreams up a, of, like, the worst-case scenarios and develops contingency plans for him. So I feel like what we saw in the teaser was Batman's worst fears of what could happen if Superman goes rogue. So, like, he has a cult. He has, like, a, Superman has an army that worships him. Or Superman, like, goes after Batman, you know? That's what I think. I think he, I think that...
0: I think sequence. it's hilarious that, that Lex Luthor purposely <laughs> brings them together.
2: I think the Superman <clears throat> that you're seeing... Is two different Supermen. I think there's the actual Superman, and I think one of them might be Bizarro. And I think that because Lex Luthor seems to be very, like you said, very committed to getting the two of them to fight. And there's only two different ways that you could do that: mind control, some kind of like manipulation of Superman. Because there's no way Superman would actually be okay with like the soldiers. And the only
0: the only way that they've actually ever done that was like poison ivy mixed with kryptonite.
2: Yeah. And the other option is he makes a clone. And I think that's another reason why he has a dead body Zod. And the ultimate thing is is doomsday at the end of that. So maybe Bizarro becomes doomsday or something like that. Zod
1: becomes doomsday.
2: Or like he takes the cells of Zod and maybe the cells of Superman and makes doomsday or something like that. I think something has to be going on there because there's no – so there's so much – there are like clues in there that make – me seem like there's something going on that we're not seeing because there's moments where Superman looks very menacing and he's outright attacking Superman. I mean, he's Superman is outright attacking Batman. And there's parts where he's like to Batman, "If I wanted to end it, I would end it," or something like that. Or he does he doesn't really want to like actually fight him. And I think there's some kind of like manipulation of like Lex is like playing Batman because Batman thinks that Superman's like a certain kind of person, like an alien and he is but like you know like a like a malicious entity and he's never met clark you know cal 101 so he's playing into that with like an evil version or manipulator version of superman and i think i think there's more than we're seeing and those flying creatures
1: that you mentioned chris are i th- i think apocalypse soldiers it could be yeah wrong. it's implied they're like parademons so they're maybe they're teasing dark side already which is really interesting and to me it's a little bit confusing because like um the justice league movie is not going to be for a while but um but i guess like with that i don't know maybe they're maybe they're teasing dark side as the as the big bad for that movie it would
2: make sense that's that's how they got the justice league together and the new 52 was dark side
0: and they they have a majority of the justice league in this movie they have batman superman uh wonder woman they said that Aquaman. Aquaman's going to be in it. Well, and I think one more?
2: Cyborg's going to be... I don't yeah. think he's going to be Cyborg, but I but think it, he's going to
0: be... Yeah, he's going to be, yeah, Victor Stone.
2: Yeah. All that we're missing is Green Lantern. I
0: think. Green Lantern, Green Arrow, and Flash.
2: Yes. Those were implied.
0: <laughs> Every, I mean, man...
2: My favorite part of the trailer is that there was a lot of humor in it. I was really concerned this was going to be a super grim, super stray played, like dark, but I'm glad to see some some jokes thrown in I there. I feel
0: iffy with Jesse Eisenberg as Lex. I
2: don't think he's Lex, though. I think he's Lex Luther Jr.
1: There was an announcement, we, I think we talked about it before the podcast, where it's not Lex Luthor, it's like Alexander Luther, like the son of Lex Luthor. Mm. Yeah. That yeah. seems, because, I don't know, every time you
0: hear Lex, you hear like, This fucking strong voice. I hear
2: the voice actor from the Justice League cartoon.
0: That's exactly what I visioned. And then when I saw Jesse Eisenberg, and I was just like, no. You're
2: going to wash your hands? No.
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) Because I'm I'm evil.
2: evil. (laughs) Deep cut from the Justice League cartoon.
0: And then there's the other one where he's, where Lex is the Flash, and he's like, yes, I can finally figure out their identity. Pulls off the hood, sees Wally West. I have no idea who this is.
2: <laughs> That's a great episode. That's one of the
1: best episodes. That was fantastic.
2: Um, but yeah, I like I like the the little jokes. Like Lex is actually kind of funny. He's like shaking Superman's hand. He's like, I wouldn't fight this guy. The like Clark's hand. And then later, when Wonder Woman shows up, Superman's like, you know who that is? And he's like, No, I thought she was with you. Which is like I, I like I like those interactions, and that gives me a lot of hope that they're not going to be fighting for long it's not going to be this whole thing it's going to be one of those superhero tropes where it's like a misunderstanding they fight for a little bit and then they make they kiss and make up and then they they fight they fight the real villain at the end
1: it's world's finest that's all uh, that's what it that's yes, what it comes I down can't to wait
2: it. every it, the whole way up until this point it, it seemed like they were going for this dark knight returns batman's gonna kick the shit out of superman they don't like each other whatever but you can't really do that if you're going to have the Justice League and they're going to team up. So I I like this direction that they're going, and it seems very fitting to have them. And then at the end, where you at the end of the trailer, where you see the Trinity together, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, that was that's like a really cool moment, and I I love seeing all three of them like standing there together.
0: Now, how would you feel if Batman v Superman was more conservative, like Star Wars has been?
2: Um, I feel like. I'll, everyone says that this trailer spoils a lot, but I don't think it does. I, I don't, think I think it's it's attempting at a spoiler, but it's not actually. I'm not
0: saying that it spoils a lot, but I'm saying conservative in the facts of we we don't know fucking shit oh, yeah. about we Star Wars. We don't know Wars. a
2: damn thing about Star Wars except for <laughs> character names and stuff. Like,
0: how would you feel if Batman v. Superman was a little more like that? Um I would like be a, trailers. I would be a
2: little more concerned and I feel like they almost had to go this route because I feel like people are more trusting of Star Wars and more trusting of J.J. Abrams to like deliver on Star Wars. So we don't need a lot and we don't want a lot. But for something like this with Zack Snyder and Man of Steel and like Watchmen and like no one really liked those movies all that much and they had a lot of concerns. And I love the Watchmen. I, I like the Watch movie and I liked um, Man, Man of, of Steel. Steel, but I feel like there were. Um, valid criticisms, so I feel like they have to show this to kind of say, like, okay, this is not the train wreck that you might be expecting it to be, and I feel like they they really get that, especially towards the end of the trailer, where you see all three of them, and it's not really so grim and dark, and it seems like it's going to go towards a, a slightly more hopeful, lighter
1: sort of thing in Justice League. I fe- I, I'm one of those people that felt like it did spoil a lot, but... Now, I mean, when you look, when you take a step back, you know, there's been plenty of news outlets uh, that have been speculating a lot of the the, well, the plot points that were did see confirmed, so it's not it's not like truly a spoiler, it's just confirming that the suspicions that most people had already. Well, you know what was a more spoilery trailer was the
2: Captain America trailer. I know everything about Captain America now. I know why they're gonna fight. I know what's going down, and and so it's Batman versus Superman. It's like I still there's still a lot I don't un- know, and that they're not telling me. Like, you know, the whole thing with Jason Todd, the Robin, what happened there is is Joker. You know, is, is Joker Joker? Is yeah, is is his reference to Joker like a legit thing, or is 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 that Joker? De- you know, like the whole speculation that Jason Todd might be the Joker, that like is making the rounds online. It seems a little bit more plausible by, by what Bruce says and like them showing the actual I Joker. think it's
0: also very interesting that they chose to do two trailers that showcase the Robin suit.
2: Yeah. And I think that's important too, especially with suicide squad coming out the same year.
0: And with the fact that, that, um, what's his name? I can't Ben Affleck. Jared Leto. <laughs> ben, Affleck
1: oh, ben Affleck
0: wants to do a, a red hood movie. Yeah. he wants to do a movie with Red Hood. Wait,
1: wait when did this come out or this announce?
0: Um, he just spoke briefly about it, saying that if he did a standalone Batman movie, he wants it to be Red Hood,
1: like the Under the Red Hood storyline.
0: I don't know about Under the Red Hood storyline, but I think just like with Red Hood in general, because that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's like that. That would be fucking amazing.
2: So I I kind of like the idea that I that I think the justice that this movie and the other movies that dc is trying to do i like the idea that they might be just doing justice league first and then going back and doing origin stories later like the one woman movie that they're making is apparently going to be an origin story and so it's going to go it's back. also going to be a
1: period piece it's, it's, i think it takes place like around world war one
2: yeah so I, I i really like the idea that You know, I already know fucking Batman. I know Superman. I know Wonder Woman. I know why who they are and why they're who they are and why they're getting together and why they're gonna make the Justice League, right? I know these things. So I wanna just see the Justice League and then later I wanna go back. And it worked with the MCU and Marvel because we never saw anything like that before. So we have these established like here's an Iron Man movie, here's a Thor movie, here's a Hulk movie, and then you bring them together. But for DC, I'm fine with them doing it in reverse.
0: For DC, I feel like their route with Batman is exactly what Marvel's route with Spider-Man is, because Spider-Man's confirmed for Civil War, so it's it's already a new Spider-Man, and uh, just like Ben Affleck is a new Batman, they're they're just like fuck origin story. Yeah, like I've seen Batman, Spider-Man as much as I love Spider-Man. I don't need to fucking see uncle ben die again i don't need to see thomas <laughs> uncle and martha ben wayne. To see uncle ben die again. i don't need to see martha and thomas wayne die again how many times can you like, watch
2: gwen stacy die though how many how many of those do you have in you
0: uh not another one okay
2: you don't want to see get, get snapped again
0: no that was that was fucking strong. i actually
2: never saw amazing spider-man 2 but what yeah
0: what? I've never seen After that. we're done recording, I I am bringing you to my house and I am giving you that Blu-ray.
2: God, but I kind of want to see her die because Gwen Stacy is like one of my favorite Spider-Man characters.
0: And on top of it, she's played by one of my favorite actresses.
1: Yeah, Emma Stone really brought the heat to Gwen. She's Gwen Stacy. She was really good. She she, she was really, really good.
0: She's not Spider-Man 3 Gwen Stacy.
1: I kind of like Spider-Man 3 Gwen
0: Stacy. Uh, I don't like her. I don't like her at really? all. I didn't like that she was alive while Mary Jane was alive. Was just fucking... I mean, they were well, alive like, at the same point. I know that, but like while Peter it's Spider-Man been, what, and I think what you're trying to say is Goblin. that
2: Peter never in a million years would go after Mary Jane while Gwen Stacy was alive. Pretty much. <laughs> like, Mary Jane is the perpetual rebound for Peter <laughs> Parker. And we might get a lot of hate for that, but that's the truth. I'm just telling you what You just read Spider-Man Blue. That's all you need to know. You read Spider Man Blue? No. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. That's all I'm gonna say. It's so good. You should watch it. Anyway, Batman vs Superman. Super excited for it. Yeah. I, I can't wait to see what they're gonna do. I'm still
0: it. gonna walk in with low expectations.
2: I'm cautiously optimistic, and and I'm saying that mostly because it's gonna be.
0: Well, look at my last time. I was fucking optimistic. Was which was, time? Was fucking, <laughs> was fucking Fantastic Four.
2: Uh, <laughs> I knew from the get go that shit was gonna be a
0: garbage dump. I was like, I was like, yeah, it's probably gonna be trash, but maybe, maybe, maybe.
1: Oh, no, well, no, 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 no. The well, Dr. Fox Dream, announced like, that they're not making the sequel? So maybe they'll wait long maybe, enough. Maybe, maybe they'll wait long enough for the rights to go back to Marvel, so they can do a
0: proper FF movie. Listen, this is my shit. We can't have the Infinity War without Fantastic Four. You can't have the Infinity War without the X-Men. You can't have Infinity War without fucking anyone that, that Fox has. You can't have the Infinity War without I'm calling like this it. shit right now. Fox is going to let Disney use the rights. Marvel's got that Disney money. They could
2: just roll up with some with some money and just be like, eh, give, give us the Wolverine, give
0: us the Doctor Doom, give us the Fantastic Four. That's it. And, and can they stop... Give us the Jean Grey. Can they start making... Give us the Mystique. Can they start making... Give Dr. us the Emma Stone.
2: <laughs> Not the Emma Stone. The...
0: Emma Stone anyway. <laughs> Emma Frost is what I meant to say. Give give us the Emma Frost. They need to stop making Doom out of aluminum foil. Don't give me the Cyclops. Maybe. I will be. pay you to, to, to leave Cyclops at the door.
2: Actually, I don't mind Cyclops.
0: I would do a cable. Cable would be cool. Give us the Deadpool. Uh, that would be too much hype. I'm sick of the Deadpool hype.
1: Really? So you're not excited about the the Ryan Reynolds movie? I'm
2: excited for the movie, but I'm I'm excited been a big fan to
1: see
0: Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. As far as excited for a Deadpool movie, not really.
2: I'm I've never been the biggest fan of Deadpool, and I, I feel like everyone's like, haha, he's so random, and then everyone dresses up as him at Comic Con. Actually, I just...
0: yeah, I feel deadpool is just kind of annoying
2: there is gonna be a deadpool spider-man mini going on though soon
0: listen i'm all for spidey v deadpool or like spider-man cross deadpool anything with spider-man and deadpool is really good because spider-man like i don't know spider-man just goes at him and i'm like yes this is what i want this is what i want to do just like talk shit to deadpool about deadpool yeah
2: i'm excited for the deadpool movie i'm excited for the doctor strange movie but yeah anyway batman versus superman let's let's get on track here <laughs> batman versus superman is going to be cool and i'm excited for it and i'm i'm just very happy this even if the movie ends up being not so great i'm happy that i get to finally see batman and superman and wonder woman all in one movie
1: i'm all for the bat suit
2: yeah, that yeah. suit looks awesome. Yeah, and I Bat noticed
1: all all the he has three variants. He has three suits. Yeah, how awesome is that?
2: I noticed Superman's suit also looks a lot more colorful than it did in Man of Steel. Yeah. I didn't notice. Yeah, it
1: really seems like I'm a Superman. Fan. Like Snyder is learning all the lessons from like Man of Steel. Like in the the the, the last trailer, they actually addressed. All the fallout, the destruction, and made that to a significant plot point for this movie. Yeah, and then they're adding hum- uh, humor and levity with. all I the mean, jokes, in my in my opinion, forth, with really Men of Steel,
0: that that ending was like fucking amazing.
2: That, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like mm, I don't know.
0: That's the only way Superman could have stopped Zod. I might, mm,
2: I might re- I have to rewatch it because I I need to reevaluate my opinions going into. Batman v Superman, but yeah. Anyway, any last thoughts? Do you want to move on? You want to wrap up this uh, this
1: roller coaster ride? Yeah,
0: yes, we should wrap up. Uh, we we went on too many superhero tangents, <laughs> even though this was supposed to be Batman v Superman. Yeah, well,
1: and it's all connected. It's all good.
0: But yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Um, you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes supernerdpals.com facebook.com slash group slash supernerdpals
1: <laughs> at supernerdpals on twitter
0: supernerdpals at com.
1: you can also find us at supernerdpals on instagram please email
2: us email us your questions or something talk to us we, we don't bite
0: this is also our last uh regular episode for the year yeah so yeah next is just two specials and
1: yeah and mm, yeah yeah, next week we're having our special game of the game of the year uh, awards episode. Uh, that's gonna be the thirteenth, and on the twentieth we're gonna have our super giant Star Wars roundtable episode. Wow, we we got we got some special guests coming up for, to talk about Star Wars. We're gonna talk about the movie. We're gonna talk about all the lore. We're just gonna go Star Wars on everything. It's gonna be great.
0: I'm totally going to see Star Wars Day of. And I'm going to be waiting online and be like, this this line is for Alvin and the Chipmunks, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? No?
2: Guys, please rate us on iTunes. Give us those nice five-star uh, ratings.
0: Please right. send us your thoughts. And Tweet. if you have any topics you want us to cover or fucking anything.
2: Tweet at us. Email us. Give us five stars on iTunes. Write a little nice review if you want, even a little constructive criticism. Never hurt nobody, you know what I mean. Tell your friends, also. Yeah, tell, tell your important.
0: grandma. Tell <laughs> your maybe dog. not your grandma.
2: Maybe tell your dog. Tell your dog to listen. Your dog might want to hear this.
1: You can find uh, Andy at Sweet Justice One, and you can find Stan on Twitter at a uh, Stand Doom.
2: Doom Doom Doom,
1: and you can f- you can find me on Twitter. At Kyo Ninja for Hire. That's K Y O Ninja for Hire. And we're done. We're done. Hell yeah.
2: Thank you for listening. Catch you next week.